Section 103 of Chesterfield's Letters to His Son Read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. Letter 134 London, March 11th Old Style, 1751 My dear friend, I received by the last post a letter from Abbe Guasco, in which he joins his representations to those of Lord Abelmarle, against you remaining any longer in your very bad lodgings at the Academy, and as I do not find that any advantage can arise to you from being intern in an academy, which is full as far from the writing-house and from all your other masters as your lodgings will probably be, I agree to your removing to an hôtel garni. The abbé will help you to find one, as I desire him by the enclosed, which you will give him. I must, however, annex one condition to your going into private lodgings, which is an absolute exclusion of English breakfasts and suppers at them, the former consume the whole morning, and the latter employ the evenings very ill, in senseless toasting a l'angoise in their infernal claret. You will be sure to go to the riding-house as often as possible, that is, whenever your new business at Lord Abelmarle's does not hinder you. But at all events, I insist upon your never missing Marcel, who is at present of more consequence to you than all the bureaus in Europe, for this is the time for you to acquire tous ces petits riens, which, though in an arithmetical account, added to one another ad infinitum, they would amount to nothing, in the account of the world amount to a great deal an important sum. Les agréments et les grâces, without which you will never be anything, are absolutely made up of all those riens, which are more easily felt than described. By the way, you may take your lodgings for one whole year certain, by which means you may get them much cheaper, for though I intend to see you here in less than a year, it will be but for a little time, and you will return to Paris again, where I intend you shall stay till the end of April twelvemonth, 1752, at which time, provided you have got all la politesse, les manières, les attentions, et les grâces du beau monde, I shall place you in some business suitable to your destination. I have received at last your present of the cartoon, from Dominicino, by Planchet. It is very finely done. It is a pity he did not take in all the figures of the original. I will hang it up, where it shall be your own again some time or other. Mr. Hart is returned in perfect health from Cornwall, and has taken possession of his prebendal house at Windsor, which is a very pretty one. As I dare say you will always feel, I hope you will always express, the strongest sentiments of gratitude and friendship for him. Write to him frequently, and attend to the letters you receive from him. He shall be with us at Blackheath, alias Babiole, all the time that I propose you shall be there, which I believe will be the month of August next. Having thus mentioned to you the probable time of our meeting, I will prepare you a little for it. Hatred, jealousy, or envy make most people attentive to discover the least defects of those they do not love. They rejoice at every new discovery they make of that kind, and take care to publish it. I thank God I do not know what those three ungenerous passions are, having never felt them in my own breast, but love has just the same effect upon me, except that I conceal, instead of publishing, the defects which my attention makes me discover in those I love. I curiously pry into them, I analyze them, and wishing either to find them perfect, or to make them so, nothing escapes me and I soon discover every the least gradation toward or from that perfection. You must, therefore, expect the most critical examen that ever anybody underwent. 
I shall discover your least as well as your greatest defects, and I shall very freely tell you of them. Non quod odio habiem sed quod emen, but I shall tell you them tete a tete, and as misio, not as demia, and I will tell them to nobody else. I think it but fair to inform you beforehand, where I suspect that my criticisms are likely to fall, and that is more upon the outward than upon the inward man. I neither suspect your heart nor your head, but to be plain with you, I have a strange distrust of your air, your address, your manners, your tournure, and particularly of your enunciation and elegance of style. These will all be put to the trial, for while you are with me you must do the honours of my house and table. The least inaccuracy or inelegance will not escape me, as you will find by a look at the time, and by a remonstrance afterward when we are alone. You will see a great deal of company of all sorts at Babiole, and particularly foreigners. Make, therefore, in the meantime, all these exterior and ornamental qualifications your peculiar care, and disappoint all my imaginary schemes of criticism. Some authors have criticized their own works first, in hopes of hindering others from doing it afterward, but then they do it themselves with so much tenderness and partiality for their own production, that not only the production itself, but the preventive criticism is criticized. I am not one of those authors, but on the contrary, my severity increases with my fondness for my work, and if you will but effectually correct all the faults I shall find, I will ensure you from all subsequent criticisms from other quarters. Have you got a little into the interior, into the constitution of things at Paris? Have you seen what you have seen thoroughly? For, by the way, few people see what they see or hear what they hear. For example, if you go to Les Invalides, do you content yourself with seeing the building, the hall where three or four hundred cripples dine, and the galleries where they lie? Or do you inform yourself of the numbers, the conditions of their admission, their allowance, the value and nature of the fund by which the whole is supported? This latter I call seeing, the former is only starting. Many people take the opportunity of les vacances to go and see the empty rooms where the several chambers of the Parliament did sit, which rooms are exceedingly like all other large rooms. When you go there, let it be when they are full. See and hear what is doing in them. Learn their respective constitutions, jurisdictions, objects, and methods of proceeding. Hear some cases tried in every one of the different chambers. Approfondisez les choses. I am glad to hear that you are so well at Marquis de Saint-Germain, the ambassador from the King of Sardinia at the court of France, of whom I hear a very good character. How are you with the other foreign ministers at Paris? Do you frequent the Dutch ambassador or ambassadress? Have you any footing at the nuncios, or at the imperial and Spanish ambassadors? It is useful. Be more particular in your letters to me, as to your manner of passing your time and the company you keep. Where do you dine and sup oftenest? Whose house is most your home? Adieu. Les grâces, les grâces. End of section 103. Read by Professor Heather and By. For more free audiobooks or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org.